Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. This is Let's Talk Dirty with me, your host, Dawn Boyd. If this is your first time listening in, please subscribe and rate this podcast. I would really appreciate it. This information is given to you for free, so that's all I ask for in return. Let's Talk Dirty is being featured on 14 different platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so you can find me wherever you listen to your podcast. With that out the way, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Allison's Alligator. Allison's Alligator helps local businesses reach their goals with essential online marketing tools. They help create awesome things for awesome people. After the show, head on over to allisonsalligator.com, which will also be in the show notes, and see what they have to offer. On today's show, my guest is Natalie Freeman, and she is just a phenomenal person, personally and professionally, so I'm really glad to have her on. We're going to talk today about how to file your taxes, how to structure your business, and what type of tax deductions you need. Natalie has over 20 years of experience in the tax industry, and she's also a wealth manager and a motivational speaker, so I just really loved having her on today. I'm very thankful again. So let's get the show started. Of course, we're still social distancing, so I'm going to put her on the phone for you. Hey, Don. Hey, Natalie. How are you? I'm doing well. I've told our listeners all about you, but I always ask guests to kind of give our listeners an idea of who you are through your own words. So if you don't mind taking a moment and just telling them who you are and what you do. Well, sure, Dawn. And first, let me say thank you for having me on. I'm really excited about being on the podcast today. But I am Natalie Freeman. I'm a wealth manager, author, speaker, mommy, (laughs) and motivator. And for the last 20 or so years, I've been in the financial services industry as a small business owner, helping people start and sustain their businesses and help them maximize their tax deductions. Mm Mm-hmm. In the last year, um, I've switched over. And when I say switched over, I have um, just kind of enlarged my borders, if you will, to include financial advising, stock investing, you know, for my clients because it was just the next logical step. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside of that, like I said, I'm also I've written a book on leadership for women and just how to be an influencer right in your current circle of influence. I do Monday motivation posts. Mm-hmm. And then again, I'm a single mommy. I'm a mommy of um, one teenage son and mm-hmm. one dog. <laughs> and one dog. <laughs> Sounds so about me. Right. And I love what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're really good at doing it. I mean, I love hearing you talk. You're always very dedicated and very devoted in what that the things that you do and your mission of helping others. So that's really why I wanted to have you on was because you're just a positive person. You know what you're talking about. You really help keep people on a good track. And that's really what this podcast I wanted to kind of focus on is getting people on the right track this year, building their business. If they're doing solo cleaning that they can build um, into something in an actual business instead of just doing the cleaning by themselves. So, yeah. (laughs) And so I wanted to really start this year off with the focus on 
structuring the business and also dealing with taxes because by the end of this month, it'll start rolling out where we need to start filing taxes. And I know that is one of your specialties, uh, 20 years, right? <laughs> were 20 the- years, wow. literally, and probably a little more than that because I started in college, but who's counting? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that makes you an expert, in my opinion. <laughs> and that's one of my first questions that I'd like to list the listeners to to understand from an expert is structuring their business. So, you know, going from a solo cleaner, a lot of times the cleaners will go out and they will get cash, you know, whatever check, any any way they can get payment. And they haven't even thought about really structuring their business. And that can actually hurt them in, in the long run when they're doing taxes and things like that. So what would be your advice distinguishing between the three structures of LLC, S corporation, and also sole proprietor? Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, Don, I am really passionate about just helping people overcome their fears and just really reach their goals. But a part of that and a part of structuring that, I call it, is putting systems in place to help you do your business right. It's really mm-hmm. you know, the difference between those who are self-employed and having an entrepreneurial mind. And a lot of that comes with being educated on the different structures that are out there. It's definitely a great question. So please let me go ahead and throw this disclaimer out. Always consult your tax professional, your legal professional. I am only giving general information. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the high level (laughs) summary information, you know, that I'm sharing with everybody today. Um, No tax advice, no even financial advice. This is all tax, you know, and, you know, business education. You have the sole proprietorship, the Mm -hmm. LLC, and the S Corporation, which is the one you asked me about. For sole proprietors, you are simply that. You are pretty much operating solo under your name. Mm -hmm. Your name and your business identifier is your social security number. That is the simplest form of business structure. You don't have to incorporate with the state. Sometimes um, sole proprietors can have a fictitious name, Mm -hmm. and you will have to register the name with the state. But the sole proprietor operates under their social security number. And when they file their taxes, they file that right on your personal tax return on a Schedule C. Mm-hmm. So that's the sole proprietorship. The limited liability company, which is the LLC, and that's what that stands for, does just that. Limited liability companies are the second business structure. Again, pretty simple, but it provides liability protection against your personal assets. Mm -hmm. You will be able to perform the business under usually a name. So Mm -hmm. you'll have to pick a name. It could be a fictitious name. And your identifier for that business is an EIN, employee identification Mm -hmm. number, which is helpful if you're going to have employees, but also if you don't have any employees, you can um, use that number as an identifier, such as a social security number. Mm -hmm. Limited liability companies can have one member. They call the business owners or the partners members. So you could have a sole member LLC or a multi-member LLC, and there's usually a managing partner for the LLC. Okay. Um, They are also... Um, it gets kind of confusing here for some people because you also file the limited liability company on your personal business return. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have multiple partners, you have to complete what they call a partnership return. And then the net income is or net loss is spread 
evenly amongst the um, the members. Okay. So, so that's a limited liability company. And then thirdly, the S Corporation um, is really a corporation, um, but is a, a type of corporation called a subchapter S Corporation, where this is literally a standalone entity. Okay. The standalone entity meaning... Um, this is totally separate from any personal effects you may have. So you come up with a business name for that. So that S corporation, mm-hmm. you also use an EIN as an identifier, but all the income and expenses of the company will go on a personal corporate return. Okay. And any remaining profit or loss are split between the shareholders. These are called, these owners are called shareholders. Mm-hmm. Instance, and then they will carry that portion of the profit or loss to their personal tax return. And so, again, you would need to consult your tax professional, your legal professional, to find out which structure is going to be best for you. That's what I was going to ask. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you definitely, um, like I said, I tell people put a system in place now that will grow with you Mm -hmm. because it can be costly to make changes down the road. But you may have to grow into it. And so mm-hmm. it really will depend on some consultation and what type of industry that you're in. Right. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of that, uh, being in the cleaning industry, I know when I started, uh, there's little overhead when you're first starting out. And as you grow, depending on if you want to go into commercial and you want to start buying major equipment, like just really heavy duty types of, of equipment. But if you're just doing residential, it's not as involved. You just need cleaning supplies, a really good vacuum, and your materials that you're using are still high quality, but they're still lower on the spectrum of purchases versus most traditional uh, businesses. With that said, now that people are starting to get some of the stimulus money that's been rolling in, what would you suggest how to utilize that money to help someone who is trying to get their business to grow or they just need to invest a little bit more into their business? Mm-hmm. That's also a great question because any business owner, one, will need capital no matter how big or small for overhead. But it's also important that you have a strategy, mm-hmm. you know, in place of what you want to do with your money. There are several, of course, strategies that we can employ, but here are some simple ones. And mm-hmm. it really depends on how much you want to invest in your company. Mm-hmm. A simple strategy is put um, give yourself 10%. Mm-hmm. I always encourage people to give 10%. So that could be Mm -hmm. to a nonprofit organization or some charitable organization. One, because it's a write-off, right? It's a tax deduction. Mm -hmm. But also it gives you in the habit of giving. Mm -hmm. When you get yourself in the habit of giving, you will always get something in return. Yes. Yes. And so then with that 80% that's left, Mm -hmm. you can make a determination of how much you want to invest in your business, how much for marketing, you know, how much in more cleaning supplies, Mm -hmm. advertising, you know, wherever you are in your stage of the game, what's most important? Do you need more supplies? Mm -hmm. Put it there. Do you need more marketing? Put it there. And that's, and if you have some debt, maybe even pay some of that debt off with Mm -hmm. the 80%. If you're kind of in a better place and can put more away, most small businesses do not pay themselves, and I really feel like that's a mistake. Even right. if you can give yourself Ugh. something, yes. always try to give yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then another option is the, you know, the 33, 33, 33 mm-hmm. rule. So you, you pay yourself 33%, mm-hmm. pay off any debt that you may have 33%, and then invest back in your business 33%. Got it. And, of course, you can 
there are so many strategies and allocations. That's just a couple of the simple ones. Yeah. I mean, and this really is to uh, get people onto a good path this year to really start fresh and to grow from there. But I appreciate, you know, making it simple enough where if someone is new into the industry that they can understand and they can follow and they can start taking the actions they need to take to have their business structured the proper way. And you Mm -hmm. talked about uh, write-offs, which is something that is very important when you aren't making as much money and you know you still have to pay taxes, but there are so many different write-offs that a lot of people don't know about. So can you go over a few of those since that is, again, one of your expertise in the tax industry, if you could just go over what business owners in the cleaning industry can actually write off on their taxes. I mean, it's really important to know what your legal rights are to help offset the taxes that you owe as a small business, which can get pretty high. Absolutely. Good question, Don. One of the cool things about having a business is you get to write off or um, obtain as a tax deduction anything that is reasonable for your business. That's mm-hmm. a literal loose translation of the um, IRS tax code. Mm-hmm. And so things that are considered every day for some people now become a business deduction for mm-hmm. you. So some things as simple as your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you communicate and do business. When you get ready to incorporate your business at the state or federal level, those fees, you know, can be a tax deduction. Mm -hmm. Um, Any marketing that you do, anything as small as a boost post on social media, right? Mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, to any major marketing campaign that you may do billboards. You can do Groupon. You can write mm-hmm. off your Groupon if you want to um, advertise your business on Groupon, right? Mm-hmm. Deals and specials. And then, of course, the cleaning, you know, the cleaning supplies. Mm-hmm. Things people forget, usually your uniform. If you have a uniform that you wear for cleaning or special cleaning clothes, mm-hmm. your undergarments, your shoes, you know, mm-hmm. comfy for your feet, right? To be on your feet long hours, you can deduct all of those things. Right. Um, your automobile. You cannot do mileage and the automobile expenses themselves. You have to do one or the other. Mm -hmm. But you can do mileage on your car or you can do actual cost to maintain your automobile right Uh, gas oil change right yeah keeping receipts all of that mileage there's apps out there which i'll go into in another on another episode about how to use your or uh document your expenses yes very important y'all document 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 Mm -hmm. save every receipt they have so many apps out now it makes it a cinch Keep in mind, y'all, the difference between going from an entrepreneur to just doing your business, you Mm -hmm. know, under the table and unorganized Mm -hmm. is your ability to create a system. Yes. So you have to create a system. (laughs) But it will reward you in the end because most people miss sometimes up to 40, 50 percent of the deductions that they can take. Wow. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's just money. Going away. (laughs) Extra stress. (laughs) Extra stress, right? It could be the difference between a tax bill and a tax refund. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you properly record your deductions. Mm -hmm. My final question would be, at what point do you think it would be a good idea to hire a CPA versus a tax preparer? Such a good question, and it's Good to know the difference of what they offer mm-hmm. is really the key to when to hire which one. Um, a CPA is certified by the state that they are in 
to provide um, certain accounting and tax functions. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can also provide audits for your company, too. If you're preparing mm-hmm. for an audit, you're trying to scale up or, you know, get grants or, you know, larger funding or move into some heavier territory. While all CPAs can do tax preparation, not all CPAs want to do tax mm. preparation. Yes, right. So you have to find out from your CPA, do they do tax preparation? Because you may not need to go that route. Mm -hmm. And of course, because this is a professional designation, they tend to provide, you know, and have a professional pricing structure or model. Sure. Whereas a tax preparer um, can have many years of experience, but not have the CPA designation, Mm -hmm. but still be just as knowledgeable just proficient so Mm -hmm. it's really based on what you need yeah yeah and it's a a good example i i tried to support someone who was a tax preparer and although her intentions were really good she just was not as thorough as i needed in order for me to grow my business because i knew i had my goals financially to go much higher. So I ended up hiring a forensic CPA, you know, really helped me get my things in order and then helped me grow on top of that. So that was kind of a difference that I saw. So I think, um, in my opinion, you know, starting with a tax preparer, there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of times people do it themselves. But if you do start growing to the point where, you know, you're, you're getting up there, then you need to look at something that's a little bit more, like you said, professional on a professional level. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely. And they both are professional. Yeah. What yeah. You need. Yeah. And and they CPAs usually come with a more strategic mindset, right? To help you scale and grow your business. Yeah. Which is why people usually take it to the next level. So right, right, right. Great, great question. That's true. And it's yeah. nothing wrong with interviewing a tax preparer. Yeah. What kind yeah. of experience they have? Yeah. If they are experienced with small businesses specifically. Mm-hmm ones of the cleaning industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. All righty. Well, Natalie, that's all the questions I have for you. And thank you so much for taking this time out with me and allowing my listeners to learn about what it is that you do. And I just hope everybody grows from there. And I appreciate you for coming on and you have a great rest of your day. You as well, Don. Thank you. Much success in your podcast career in your business. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Cleaning industry, what? Oh, <laughs> 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 We're on the roll. And it rolled over. <laughs> <laughs> that was me just being a little silly with some added bloopers in there, but. That is it for today's show. I want to really say thank you to everyone who came in. I think this was a really good informative show. So uh, let's start getting ready the right way, the proper way for 2021. Next week, we're going to be talking about starting your website, what to look for when finding a web host, and how much you should, how much you shouldn't be paying, what you need to start your business and to look really good online and have that online presence. So don't forget to come back next Thursday, and we will be talking about that. And again, this is Let's Talk Dirty with me, your host, Dawn Boy. I appreciate you all. See you next week. Bye.